listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Seven fifty a.m. three one two two five five eight four zero eight. Father Greg Sakowitz and Mark Teresi, and uh, there was a tremendous first half hour with Father Medard Laz. Tremendous. We got a great program lined up. Second half. Todd Williamson, the director of the Office for Divine Worship, joins us for the second half hour of the program to talk about a couple of upcoming Archdiocesan celebrations. The first upcoming celebration is a Golden Wedding Anniversary Mass. Todd, good morning. Welcome to the program. Hi, Father Greg. Hi, Mark. How good are you? Morning. It's good How are you doing, you Todd? Doing all right, thanks. How can can you hear me? Okay, you yes. were a little breaking up there, Father Greg. No, no, I can but, hear you perfectly uh, well. We're just adjusting to new uh, headphone sets here. And uh, now, Todd, you have been the director for the Office for Divine Worship for how many years now? Uh, I'm in my twenty second year. Wow, twenty second year. What did you do yeah. before this position? Before um, you took... I was the uh, actually I was hired as the associate director in the office for divine worship, and then uh, prior to that, I was a pastoral associate in uh, one of the parishes in the archdiocese. I taught up at Regina High School. Uh, did you? In my experience as well. Todd, well, where's home? Where did you grow up? In Michigan. Oh, see, I thought you just were born and raised the, in Chicago. Okay, so then you came to Chicago in your twenties. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So you're a Michigan-born son. I am. I am. But we're all Midwestern in this area around the exactly. lake, so we're kind. Of, uh, just cousins to those of, in in uh, in Chicago. Now, before we get into different events that are coming up, and you work year-round and do a tremendous job, and I see you often coordinating huge events at Holy Name Cathedral, is how has COVID-19 affected you personally in relation to the work that you do? Because, I mean, COVID has touched all parts of our lives on every level. It has certainly touched the Catholic Church and all churches We've gone through a stage of being closed, um, limited numbers, registration. Now, thank God we are open, no registration, no limited numbers or social distancing. So how has it affected you in the work that you've been doing the last 18 months? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I mean, everything, right? Everything has had to go virtual. Did you, did you ever think that you would be uh, preaching to um, a virtual uh, assembly, Father mm-hmm. Greg, when you were presiding during the height of the pandemic. You're right. Uh, did you ever think that you'd be celebrating Mass in an empty church, yet be, it being attended by hundreds and even thousands of, of people who were watching online? I think it gave, um, it, it gives a, a whole, I mean, that's that's what uh, our office uh, did throughout the whole pandemic, helped parishes do that. 
continue to have a, a sacramental life in the midst of uh, in the midst of the pandemic. Now I'll tell you this: the 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 office of radio and television, Michael May, Brian Brock, Javi Garcia, Hrithi Diocese, Vince Girasoli before that, Jim Dish, have done a fantastic job during this entire pandemic. Yes. They have been doing double duty. Uh, they are absolute nonstop. So I want to give a kudos to the team to across the glass right now. So to uh, Michael and Brian and Javi, hats off to you and to Vince Girasoli. And, uh, and, and Todd, for those that can see you are nodding your head in agreement because you've seen the great work they have done. Because this whole thing of live streaming liturgy, which we also do from the cathedral every Sunday at 10 a.m., and the Mass with Cardinal Supic that's taped through the team here that has been broadcast on ABC draws 250,000 viewers every Sunday morning on ABC at 9.30 a.m. It's just, it's, it's changed the way we have worshipped, but you're the first one to say, folks, if you have an, an opportunity, please go back to church. Go back to your community. Oh well, yeah. it's brought us yeah. into that social media world that I, we may have been avoiding, and all of a sudden we didn't have a choice if we were going to continue to pray and communicate with our folks. It's, it, it, it really is, like everything else in life, Father Greg and Mark, it really is about balance, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. certainly virtual worship does not in any way replace in-person worship. Um, we, we are called we are, we are baptized into the body of Christ mm -hmm. and the physical presence of the body of Christ in the church to celebrate the Lord's Supper is, is uh, tantamount to being Catholic. And you just can't do that fully uh, virtually. Thank God virtual helps. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. uh, Brian in the, in the, the, the tech room there will, will uh, attest virtual is um, is is does help people in certain situations, but as soon as people are able, we need to come back together. And I think you said so beautifully, Todd. I'm the first one to say, during difficult times, live stream is wonderful, but two things are missing, Eucharist and community. And there's no substitute for those two. But I tell people, if your health is compromised, you feel any what uncomfortable coming, then please stay at home. But it's not meant to be a substitute for the rest of your life, but under these times, and also the numbers going back up, I totally understand and get that at this time. So now if we just kind of switch yep. gears for a moment, even though the pandemic has been, I don't want to use raging, and the numbers are going back up again, 62 deaths recently here in Illinois, um, it hasn't slowed down what's happening with the Archdiocese. So tell us first of all about the upcoming celebration, the Golden Wedding Anniversary Mass, which will be held when, Todd? Uh, that's going to be uh, on September... Uh, Is it 19th? Give me one second. <laughs> September 19th? That's going to be September 19th, and it's at um, St. John Braybrook in Niles. Niles. And um, one, one thing we, we just need to remember is we haven't, we haven't done this uh, in a year and a half. Um, it was an annual celebration for all those who are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary, which is truly a, a, a profound um, a, a profound reality if you think about it. Uh, all of these couples who were married in the church 50 years ago 
um, and and uh, are are still together and and still in a loving marriage. They they are invited to come together uh, with a mass for the cardinal to celebrate that extraordinary event. Um, I I don't know about about you two, but I, I I don't know a great number of people in my own personal life who have been married for fifty years. Yeah. It, well, uh, and we're forty. My wife and I are forty. So 50 is not that far away. I mean, that's amazing. No, that, what an amazing commitment, though, 50 years. What, no. what time is the Mass? Uh, 2.30 in the afternoon. Now, are, are couples still allowed to sign up to be part of this, or how does that work, Todd? You know, I, I believe they are. It's actually handled through another office, gotcha. and um, uh, our office certainly helps. But if you go to the Archdiocesan website, archchicago.org, uh, there, there, there will be... Uh, uh, Links that you're able to uh, to find for the golden wedding anniversary celebration. Can, and can I ask I one other? Right, I just there's like two hundred couples right now. Okay, uh, it's terrific. I, the, the, so at the mass, I'm just asking. I'll get ready for in ten years. But um, <laughs> do the couples renew their vows? Or? That's a great question. That's a great question, Mark. So the the footage that is being played right now that is the portion of the mass where the couples renew their commitment. Now, right, right, um, right, right. You, you might, you might, you might uh, get me for splitting hairs here, Mark, That's but all right. people actually don't renew vows. Mm -hmm. You can't renew a vow. A vow is made once and for all. Um, and so we, we call it renewing vows, but in reality, that's not what happens. Uh, the couples vow themselves to each other at their marriage for life, mm -hmm. and that cannot be redone. And so what the church gives in this instance is the renewal of the commitment, not the renewal of vows. And it's a Mark, it's a beautiful part of the Mass. It's after the homily, and Cardinal Supich invites the couples to stand, oh, and he says, on the 50th anniversary of that celebration at which you joined your lives in the unbreakable bond through the sacrament of matrimony, you now intend to renew before the Lord that commitment. And the husbands and the wives, they stand, and the husbands say to the wives, blessed are you, Lord, for by your goodness I took Mary mm -hmm. as my wife. And then the uh, wife says to the husband, blessed are you, Lord, for by your goodness I took Bill for my husband. And um, uh, it's, it's, it, I, I, does that sound familiar to either of you? It, sounds, Greg? it yeah. sounds beautiful. Are, it sounds beautiful. Blessed are you, Lord, for by your goodness. Mm -hmm. That's 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 the preparation prayer that right, you exactly. say over the bread and the wine. Exactly. Right? It's exactly right. In My wife thought that that mass would provide her with an option to, <laughs> to renew. And, and what I find <laughs> is I know Cardinal <laughs> Supich really enjoys presiding at that anniversary mass. He just he gets energized to see all those couples before him, fifty years which means for this year goes back to 1971, 50 years later. But he has said to me, I really enjoy presiding at that liturgy. Um, it's like a shot in the arm about good times and bad and sickness and health until death do us part. C could I ask one other question r related to that? Now, so the couples are invited. Um, are guests invited? Or I mean, St. John Brebeuf's a big place, but... You're going to have a lot of couples there. So is it limited just to the couple? 
No, it isn't. I believe they have. Uh, I believe they're given a number of family members okay. that they're able to uh, to invite based on the space that's. Provided. I think it's four or six beyond the couple. Well, uh, Mark, take us to break. Okay, WNDZ seven fifty AM Catholic Chicago. 312-255-840, youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're speaking with Todd Williamson, the director of the Office of Divine Worship. When we come back, uh, he will share some more events that are coming up uh, that we can enjoy through the Archdiocese of Chicago. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. There is so much waiting for you at Catholic Charities Senior Services. We offer programs and services to help make the most of every day. Friendships and fun are guaranteed at our drop-in senior centers. Our adult daycare centers offer enjoyment and greater supervision to seniors who need it while their caregivers get a break. Holy Family Villa provides a beautiful, safe environment for seniors looking for short or long-term residential facility. And we offer assistance with senior benefits, care coordination, congregate and home-delivered meals, hospital transition, and much more. For more than 100 years, we have accompanied seniors through every transition in their lives, and we are here for you now. Catholic Charities is a name and an agency you can trust. Call Senior Services today at 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before.
We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also see us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Todd Williamson, Director of the Office of Divine Worship here in Chicago. And let's continue our discussion. Let's switch topics a bit and move, uh, Todd, to the upcoming Archdiocesan Awards, if you can fill us in and our listeners on what's, what's ahead. So that's being celebrated on October 3rd, Sunday, October 3rd at 2.30 in the afternoon at Holy Name Cathedral. And the, uh, the annual Archdiocesan Awards, they've been going on, oh my gosh, Father Greg, I don't know if you can remember, but back early 2000s, Cardinal okay, At least George, 20 years. Yeah, Cardinal George established it. Um, and it, it's, it's the um, giving of the Christe Fidelis Award, which um, comes from a papal exhortation that St. John Paul II wrote in uh, 1988, uh, Christe Fidelis Leici, uh, which is, is, was a, a pastoral letter in which he called the faithful uh, to, the, to uh, uh, exercise their baptismal responsibilities of spreading the mission of the church. So it's, uh, it's bestowed on um, a layperson, uh, a pastor, is given the opportunity to nominate somebody from his parish. Uh, it's given to individual Catholics who have demonstrated by participation in parish life. So in the life of the parish, those, those people who have, who have been um, uh, extraordinary in their, their Catholic life, uh, the, they demonstrate the personal and the ministerial renewal that Pope John Paul II called the faithful to. That's where, uh, that, that's kind of the criteria uh, for uh, the, the giving of this award. And every pastor in the archdiocese is given the opportunity to name somebody in his parish for that award. And Todd, I can and, tell you that uh, when I was at uh, St. Mary of the Woods or St. Mary's in Evanston, now at the cathedral, the recipients of the Christi Fidelis are so honored and humbled, they're actually overwhelmed. And when you see all those people gather at the cathedral, it's truly a shot in the arm for the priests, for the bishops, for Cardinal Supich. They are people who have given their time, talent, and treasure, and they truly treasure the award. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm Todd, you've seen that, haven't you? Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, and, and so you have the cathedral <laughs> literally filled with, with uh, these people who come forward. Their names are called. They come forward, and there's a, a medal that uh, the cardinal gives them uh, for this award. They, they are... As you said, uh, Father Greg, you can see it on their faces, just how proud they are and, and honored and how they do treasure, uh, treasure this, uh, this, this uh, event. And also, you know, Todd, you know, as being a pastor, now a rector, it's our way from staffs to thank people. Now, you wish you could give 15 per year because so many people are involved, and Mark would know that, in different mm -hmm. parishes, but you choose one, maybe two. And um, it's our way of saying to them, you are making a difference. We thank you. And one person once said to me, when I was there for the event, the celebration, you look around the whole cathedral, you realize there's a lot of goodness in the archdiocese. And just the way he put it, I thought, there's a lot of goodness and hardworking people who are very unassuming. They don't look for the limelight. It's our chance to say to them, thank you and God bless you. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, um, 
there are six individuals uh, who are also recognized at this um, celebration. And uh, those six individuals are uh, given the Bishop Porter Award. Uh, Bishop Porter was the first bishop of, the, uh, of Chicago. And um, that, that award is one person per vicariate. And so the vicar of each vicariate recognizes somebody in his whole, his, his whole area, his whole vicariate, uh, as the pastor might do for a person in the parish. And so uh, the Bishop Porter Award is also given at, these, at this celebration. It's a liturgy of the word, it's not a mass, uh, at which the Cardinal presides and uh, preaches. Now, is, so we move from that event. I know you're a planner in terms of the future, in terms of, you know, our liturgies with COVID. Any thoughts or ideas about how we're looking at Advent and Christmas, or is it too early to even talk about it? It's too early to, to say definitively, Mark, but because uh, the Cardinal and the COVID task force are continually watching numbers, uh, as, as you kind of alluded to, Father Greg, earlier. They're watching numbers. They're watching the rise of cases. Uh, as of now, the, the only restrictions that we have are uh, masks, being masked uh, at all times uh, when you're uh, at uh, celebrations in your parish church. Uh, but right now, um, if, if we were to say anything right now, those would be, those would be the, the only restrictions in Advent and Christmas. But we need to wait and see where we are at that point. Ty, I want to ask you a question. You've been the director of the Office of Divine Worship now for 22 years, as you mentioned. What gets you out of bed in the morning to do what you do? Because I know you are a hard worker. It has the ups and downs. And, you know, COVID has not made things easier. So what sustains you? It, it, I know how, I know how, um, uh, how cliche-ish this might sound, but it's because I love the liturgy of the church. And, um, and, and I love working with the parishes in that aspect of their lives. And so um, the parishes and the archdiocese, However, we can help a parish worship um, better, worship more um, completely. Uh, then that that's then then we're doing our job, and so um, having that opportunity every day. And is, I know that's you with you. Us. I've worked well many years with you now, and you have been a blessing. What always strikes me about you: you are a man of prayer. You're rooted in prayer, deep faith in God. But you are so energized by what you do. You truly love the Lord, the liturgy, and working with people. And, and liturgy means the action of the people, which is never easy because the ups and downs of life. And also, we all go back to the last 18 months. If you had, wow. if it, if you had said to me, Todd, back in March of 2020, the pandemic would be going well into 2021, I would have said no. It'll be over by the fall of 2020. Well, would have lost that bet. But somehow the grace of God gets us through. And even though, as you mentioned, you know, live streaming is something that we are now accustomed to. And the numbers are beginning to go back up slowly. You know, people are still afraid. And yet we always say God is with us and God will see us through. And I know you would say the same thing, Todd. 
oh my gosh, yeah. And and um, I mean, it's 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 kind of along the same lines as as you two, right? You you love it so much that we even have our we even have our own radio show uh, around the liturgy that airs. And now your uh, program when Wednesday. airs when Wednesday on this station, every eight o'clock to nine o'clock. Yep. yep, every fourth Wednesday of the month. Focus on the liturgy, uh, where where we just do we do nothing but talk about various aspects about the, the liturgy of the church. So just as you, it, it's, it's, it's central to who we are as Catholics, right? It's, it's at the heart of who we are. Exactly. Um, and yeah. And I, I'm, I'm always the first one to say everything we do in a parish begins around the table of the Lord. And by beginning around the table of the Lord, then it emanates and goes outward. But it's a primacy of the Eucharist. That's where it all starts and then flows from there. Not the other way around. It flows but in the right. We see on the screen here. Focus on the liturgy. Now, Todd, yep. as before we close, what's a message you would have to our listeners in terms of the liturgy, in terms of coming back uh, to church? A- any final words for our folks? Just as as Father Greg said earlier, as as you are comfortable. Um, the body of Christ is not complete around the altar of the Lord on the Lord's day if you are not there. It's, it's it, not, not in its fullness. I mean, it is, it is, it is theologically, it is complete in, in and of itself, but we all have that place that, around the table that you mentioned, Father Greg. And, uh, and on that uh, note, we, we will end because of time. I want to thank in a very special way Todd Williamson, the Director of the Office of Divine Worship. Todd, it's a joy to have with you always. Mark Teresi, co-host, great being with you. And yes, to our producers, engineers, Michael May, Brian Brock, Javi Garcia, to all, thank you very much. To everybody, have a great week, weekend. God bless. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.